Could a college football video game be returning to a console near you? A new company says it's picking up where EA Sports left off in 2013, but can they deliver a product that college football fans will actually want to buy? It's April 24th. I'm Connor Tapp, and you're listening to an afternoon edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. In 2013, EA Sports announced the end of its popular NCAA football games around the same time it paid out a settlement for using student-athletes' jersey numbers, heights, weights, skin tones, hair colors, and home states in their in-game bios, not only without their permission, but without compensation. In the intervening years, fans have lamented the game's absence, but many remain skeptical that bringing it back would be legally uncomplicated enough to make it worth any video game developer's while. Enter Immaculate Vision Gaming, or IMV Gaming, which announced on Monday the 2020 release of a college football video game called Gridiron Champions. We're joined now by Brad Crawford, who covers college football for 24-7 Sports. Brad, what did we learn in the press release that IMV Gaming sent out on Monday? Yeah, it sounds like the Atlanta-based gaming company, um, IMVG, is planning to release the first college football game in about eight years in in 2020. Um, Really the first of its kind since NCAA 14 came out and you know, had to stop production under NCAA copyright and likeness laws. I think it's really great, man. We're, we're getting a college football video game back in the marketplace, especially for those of us who keep a PS3 handy just to play NCAA 14. As part of the release, IMV Gaming said they're going to have 126 generic teams with names like Mississippi A&M Raptors and Oklahoma Tech Cyclones. And it seems like what they're banking on is enabling user customization to the point that you'll basically be able to create rosters that are effectively identical to the 126 real teams. Yeah, I mean, based on the teaser trailer put out by um, IMVG, you know, it it looks like this Gridiron Champions game is going to feature, you know, most of the options that NCAA football had, the EA Sports version, you know, fully customizable rosters uniform combinations, custom scheduling, player looks. You know, I've, I've seen screenshots where, you you know, you can add wristbands and visors and gloves and different kind of cleats and that sort of thing. Um, I think the Gridiron Champions trailer was, was pretty cool, but, but the graphics look like they're kind of um, still in the beta stages. You know, this, this is a game that's not going to hit shelves until 2020. We're still three years out, which is an eternity in the video game industry as far as graphics go, so... Um, but I think one of the more interesting parts of the original NCAA football game, at least for me, was you know the ability to have custom playbooks. I think if that's one feature that is incorporated by Gridiron Champions, and the playbooks are you know pretty accurate, then uh, I think that's you know pretty awesome for a core football fan and gamer like myself. Yeah, it seems like their real advantage here is the possibility of making this basically an open source college football game and leaning on all of the customization elements that come along with that. According to a statement put out by IMV Gaming, they are not licensed in the first edition of Gridiron Champions because collegiate licensing company, I think quite understandably, told IMV that they wanted to see some kind of proof that they could actually pull off making a video game like this. Do you think the fact that IMV doesn't yet have this licensing and are still widely an unknown entity to most consumers is a serious hurdle they'll have to clear when it comes to earning credibility in the marketplace? I think it definitely is. In, in 2016, uh, IMVG kind of 
brought this idea to the forefront. They they started crowdfunding exercises, which really didn't go well. And and you know now they've said today through that press release that they've raised almost ten million dollars to um, put into this NCAA football gridiron champions game. Um, really, you know, if if this first year game in 2020 sells well, um, I think you know getting through the red tape, so to speak, with the NCAA would, would be much easier. You know, they they've said that they've already sold. 1300 pre-orders which may not sound like a lot you know with millions of gamers out there but for for someone like like us who's used to playing NCAA football and has never heard of IMVG I mean to have 1300 interested people in, in their game already first day of launch is is pretty good three years out from release so what would be the reason to buy gridiron champions instead of just manually updating your NCAA 14 roster actually prior to the college football playoff I went on to a PlayStation 3 NCAA forum that that's updated probably two or three times a year um, every August when you know the FBS teams have new roster updates and things and you can actually download you know you you, you go onto the PlayStation network with your PS3 and you can download you know a, a 2018 roster for say Oklahoma or South Carolina or um, Alabama and and you can have you know 40 to 45 players on the game that are you know, pretty much the same players on the field now. Um, this is what I've been doing the last couple of years. You know, it it works in online dynasty mode. Um, I guess really the the only drawback of that is you know you're you're getting a a graphics engine that you know was was last updated in in 2013. Um, that that's one area I think where Gridiron Champions could kind of kind of bring some of those users from NCAA Football 14 um, over to their game. As long as the graphics and and the gameplay is handy, but you know, based on the teaser trailer uh, for for twenty twenty graphics, those look kind of bad. Uh, bad in a good way or in a uh, actual bad way? Uh, bad in a bad in a Sega Genesis bad way. I mean, it it, it looks like a Dreamcast type Uh-oh. graphic system. Yeah, you know, even with a company like Electronic Arts that has decades of institutional knowledge about how to make video mm-hmm. games. Putting out NCAA football every year, I had a chance to interview uh, them a couple of times before the releases came out, and it seemed like it was quite an cool. undertaking. Is, is there a chance that this could be like too big of a project for a, an upstart company like IMV? I mean, I thought it, it was it was kind of strange that they're going to announce you know a, a 2020 game uh, three years out, I I think it would have carried more weight, you know, had they announced this maybe in 2019. Of course, that that may have given a two year window for EA Sports to come out with something of their own. But um, you know, th- this game is going to look vastly different than what we're seeing from trailers and and some of the initial press releases today. Um, like like you said, the EA Sports developers, you know, they they added one or two things every year to to kind of make the game fresh. You know, you. You you have your core football fans and gamers like like the Madden franchise, which basically that that game just has updated rosters annually, and that's about it. And, and at least NCAA football, you know they've they're they're going to have the college football playoff to add. Um, IM, IMVG is trying to incorporate that in Gridiron Champions, but if you've seen the screenshot, you know they don't even call it the Final Four. They just have kind of a four team bracket, and you're supposed to insinuate that that's the playoff, you know, without using the name. So. Um, I would I would certainly buy the game in 2020. 
if it looks a little bit better than what it does now. All right. Brad Crawford is a college football writer for 24-7 Sports. You can find him on Twitter at bcrawford247. Brad, thanks for joining us. Thanks for the time, man. Twitter user DKF underscore values responded to our post on Monday about gridiron champions by saying that she thinks 24-7 sports should be a featured news outlet in the game when it arrives in 2020. While the Morning Blitz does not have the authority to make this decision on behalf of 24-7 sports, we do have the authority to say that would be pretty dang cool. There's a new episode of The Morning Blitz every weekday, so we will be back in your podcast feed tomorrow morning, talking to the reporters covering the biggest college football stories of the day in a tidy 10 to 15 minute package. If you enjoy what we're doing here at The Morning Blitz, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, and tell a friend to check us out.